Welcome to Unleashed. And don't forget to join us on Patreon for early access and exclusive content. Here are the guys. We're going to do this a little bit differently this time. This is a Patreon exclusive 1313, but it's also an Unleashed. So this show is typically for our Patreon subscribers. But today, November 1st, is the very first day of our road to... No, our journey to the rise of Skywalker. It all begins right now, November 1st, right here on the Rebel Scum Podcast. I'm James Rosile. This is Andrew Fantasia joining me. Andrew, what up? Hey, hey. For a second, I thought you were going to call me Andrew Fantasia Jr. And I was like, do you know something I don't? I do. Rob is your father. Oh, and Ray is my mother. I knew it all uh, along. Absolutely. This is the journey to the Rise of Skywalker. We're going to talk the trailers, and we're going to talk... Well, you guys are all going to get us talking about the trailers, and then we're going to stop, and, and everybody on Patreon is going to hear us continue talking about our thoughts on the Benioff and Weiss. DM, D, 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 or DMB? B and, they, call them, they call them D&D. I just say Benioff and Weiss. It's easier. Yeah, those two. How they... Um, anyway, they're no longer involved in Star Wars, which I think really wasn't surprising after that giant Netflix deal, but people were shocked. I read the news at 6 a.m. on Tuesday morning. Okay. Oh, boy. We are November 1st. We're a month and 20 days removed. Or until we see, well, 19 days, till we see the rise of Skywalker in theaters. We're going to be in the same theater. Maybe the same role, maybe not. You want to be in the same role for if Matt Smith is in it and you want to watch me get up and walk away. Uh, right. If he isn't, anybody behind me is going to be disappointed because I'm going to be like, <laughs> going to f- flail my arms. Uh, but as of right now, we had the trailer that you were live for at Star Wars Celebration Chicago. And then, mm-hmm. we, had, then we had the trailer that was shown to the select few that were in attendance and then was shown to everybody online the next day, which we got, which was at D23. And then right. the big Monday night, quote-unquote, final one. Of course, a international one is probably going to come in a couple of days. But we've gotten those three trailers as of right now. So let's just talk about those for a little bit. I want to talk about the takeaways from those trailers. What were your big takeaways from the three trailers that we got? Um, I think that's, that's easy money there. Palpatine laughing, Dark Ray, and C-3PO making me cry. Those are, and those and, and it's those are the big three moments, mm-hmm. right? Those I know everybody complained. There's no big moment in in the final one. No, it's three PO. It's 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 actually they went instead of instead of punching you in the gut, they made you cry. Like they went the opposite direction for a different type of feel. So it doesn't feel as exciting as enticing. But really, on an emotional level, it kind of matches the Palpatine laugh. It's the it's the, the three sixty of that. You know what I mean? The polar opposite. That doesn't make sense. But it's the it's the opposite of Palpatine is three PO. No, I see what you mean. Like okay. he, his laugh and you know fills you with fear. What three PO says fills you with sadness, and also fear. It's a different type of fear, right? It's, yeah. it, I thought I thought all of the trailers were very very well done. Let me get my computer screen out of the shot. They were very very well done. I um, if I had, I thought the. The Star Wars Celebration trailer was my favorite Star Wars trailer to date. It starts off, I think even the way it started with Rey flipping over the tie or on the tie, whatever's happening. Who's flying the tie? Is it Kylo Ren? Is it, is it a purge trooper? I don't know. 
It's obviously color red, but but uh, you know when that moment happened, we were all very excited, and it kind of took us back. That is something that we have never seen in in the original trilogy, and we were not getting stuff like that in the sequel trilogy. But we got a ton of that kind of stuff. Not that exactly, but that type of of zero gravity nonsense, which is awesome in the prequel trilogy. So yes. right away it was like, oh okay, they okay somebody's going to start having fun with stuff now we're gonna have some fun in this movie that so that was something for me that was really really big right for, and that was right from the get-go they're like this is what you're in for and then you saw it all you took it all in you're like okay there's everything a tease all right and then that laugh like you said that laugh comes in and and i i was live i was doing a live uh re, live yeah. reaction and I yelled, Andrew, call me. Because <laughs> I knew you were there. And I just wanted, and I really wanted to be there with you. And I was just like, what is the atmosphere like in that room, in celebration? What would, like, I know you, we talked about this on a live stream. We got to talk about it now when all these trailers are coming on. That moment, Palpatine's laugh. What was it like in that room with all those Star Wars fans? It, I might have been too busy crying um, quivering and crying. Uh, there, there's still that video somewhere on YouTube where you can get a clear yes. shot of my face going, going like that. Um, but I just I was standing next to Mike from Rebel Watch, and um, we were just floored by what we were watching. We were and we were it was standing room only, so it's a huge crowd of people. And you just sort of ride that wave of like, ooh, ah, wow, look at that, look at this. And you you kept, the, the way that trailer worked, and I don't think a lot of trailers have this going for them, is it was like a staircase. Every ooh, ah moment topped the last one mm-hmm. continuously on and on until you get to Sheev Palpatine, which was mind-blowing. And then that in turn was topped by the reveal of the blue logo, and that in turn was topped by the name Rise of Skywalker, finally revealed. And that in turn was topped by GVP standing on stage himself saying, roll it again. Like it was just from the beginning where you hear Ray breathing to that point, it was just build and build and build and build. Uh, it's That's why it's probably my favorite Star Wars trailer too. Was there ever like a hint? Did anyone say, oh, Ian McDermott's here? Like was there ever a hint that he was going to pop up on stage? Because I know – in Orlando, everybody's like, they're going to announce you and McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Everybody was waiting for it. never happened. Did anybody like say, I think I think there's a chance Ian McDermott's going to be here? Nothing like that, no. It was all just hearsay and like you're saying, like, ooh, yeah, we, we might see Obi-Wan, blah, blah, blah. No, I was not expecting Palpatine in that movie. I was hoping and praying, but I was not expecting. <laughs> yeah, I, I still think about... I was watching it in my car on my lunch break, and it was... Yeah, um, I remember. It was... So good. And then when D23 comes, we're waiting. We get the Vanity Fair articles with those pictures, which were nice. They were better online, but they're nice. You know, I don't care what I say about anything. I looked mm-hmm. forward to those magazines greatly. I did. I went out. I actually bought both copies of them so I could have them for my wall of Raylo, my Ray Wallow. Um, I really, you know, I, I was looking for, I was excited for this movie because I would always be excited for this movie. But the minute they called the end of the Skywalker saga, my excitement went up a bit. And then when I saw the trailer, it went up a little bit more. So I said, you know what? I got to get my hands on, on these right here uh, because they're going to be meaningful to me on a personal level. Maybe not, they may not ever be worth anything. And that doesn't matter to me. It was just something that I wanted to get. And then the D23 trailer came and we all heard rumors about it. We weren't there at D23. 
We heard rumors. I think you text me, oh my God, there's a rumor that there's a double-bladed, Ray has a double-bladed lightsaber. And I heard rumblings like that on Twitter, but I was like, eh, you know, that's how I am. When I read rumors on Twitter, and I'm like, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. And now I've blocked a lot of uh, rumor words, so I don't even get anything anymore. But mm-hmm. back then, you're like, and I was like, oh, I, I thought I heard that, but I guess you you did, so it's probably a thing. So we were kind of bracing ourselves for that. But I'll tell you what I was not bracing myself for, Andrew Fantasia. The first like two thirds of that, when it was the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy, beautiful. Yeah, and I think that of the three trailers, it's my least favorite, but I think it works for what it is, which is not necessarily a trailer to hype you for Rise of Skywalker, but a a look back and saying, "Here's the Skywalker saga," and uh, we are going to sort of supercut the Skywalker saga here into this three minute piece and then show you little snippets of what is yet to come. Uh, so I think it worked really well as that, as like a quasi, not sizzle reel, but just like this, this different thing that they would show at a trade show like D23. Um, and, and I unfortunately didn't, it didn't impact me all that much because aside from red eyes, C3PO and dark Ray, I literally cannot remember anything that was in that trailer, but I'm sure it was, fantastic I, I just i like it as a star wars uh piece that just covers the breadth of the saga more than i do as a rise of skywalker trailer that's just always how i've seen it i kind of understand what you're saying it's probably my least favorite as well but that, that dark ray moment i think is exquisite in in building hype for this film because when you see it there's a video on this channel of my of my nine-year-old nephew like She's bad yeah. now. Like as soon as you see the red, you know it doesn't matter what her face looks like. As soon as you have a red saber, you're bad. Everybody knows that that's the rules of Star Wars. Yeah, and it brings that shock value. And I think a lot of us, especially old timey fans, were like, "Wow, that's a it's, a it's a vision. It's not real." So we've brushed it off already, and that's probably the case. And we were able to brush it off, but it was still a really cool visual. And I think when people argue that there's no big heavy hitting moment in, in the final trailer, it's because we just got that. We got dark Ray. I'm, like when the last Jedi came out, we got the, the celebration trailer. And then we got the Monday night football trailer. There was nothing in the middle. We got a little bit more photos from behind the scenes because Ryan Johnson's trigger happy with his camera, but really we got less. So they gave us more. And that D23 one, that was the big punch. You have, I think what you do is for this is you look at all three of these trailers. I mean, I guess Force Awakens, we got three trailers, but whatever. For this one, I look at them as one big giant trailer. You have the first one, Palpatine's back. The second one, this is, it's kind of the body of it. Like, this is what's going down. The mm-hmm. big, oh my God, moment at the end. Then the last one just kind of takes you home on a more emotional, spiritual level. And this is how it's going to be. We're going to end. It's going to be. It's going to be the ride of your life and the last ride you're going to take with these characters. That's what I took from. If I look at them all as a whole, the last one might be my favorite of the three. I haven't decided yet. I've had the first one in my life since April. This one I've had mm-hmm. for a week and a half. Like it, it's not fair right now, and it doesn't have the Palpatine laugh at the end or Ray flipping. But it has Kylo looking like a badass walking off on top of like the ruins and all that. It has you know all the ships in the sky. You know, it may, could it have shown maybe Wedge? I don't care. Uh, I like Wedge and all, but I don't care. Like that was not something I'm like. Oh, it was the best trailer because Wedge was in a cockpit. Um, it, it, it really hit. It hit me home, and I was when it ended. I was really excited for other people to see it. 
and not necessarily Star Wars fans to see it. And yeah, and that's the thing. Like I think the first one might be the best of the three, but the third one, I just think there's maybe an emotional connection that hits me maybe a little bit more. Uh, again, it's a week and a half old. I've seen it four or five times. I haven't seen that. I'm also <laughs> I'm really bad with trailers nowadays, Andrew. I got to tell you, I've watched half the Frozen Two trailer, and I watched like the first like. 30 seconds of the Harley Quinn movie trailer and I was like I'm good one of them I know I'm probably going to see the other one absolutely going to pass on <laughs> I really like I like Tangled better than Frozen but Olaf is like a friggin phenomenal character I love Olaf I have an Olaf ornament for my tree sue me whatever Elsa is my homegirl so I'm, I'm there with you I, I can't I'm not gonna miss Frozen 2 there's nothing that's going to make me miss it. No, and the, 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 I only watched half the trailer. I had nothing to do with it. I didn't like the trailer. I was just like, yeah, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I just yeah. turned it off. So it says a lot that I've seen The Rise of Skywalker one that many times. That is true. Um, for me, this one, yeah, you're right. It was it was more of an emotional thing. And it, it was, for me, it was about the music. Yes. Um, this is some of the best, like, trailer music that I think any Star Wars film trailer has given us. Uh, they, there's just something about the way... John Williams took the opening crawl music, the Star Wars theme, and turned it into this final operatic charge into battle, victorious, like, bah, 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 bah. like he turned it into something we haven't heard it be remixed into before. There's even, it sounds like a little bit of choir work in the background of it. I was just like, oh my God, all I want to hear now is like the, uh, the London Symphony Orchestra choir singing like the tune of star Wars and Westminster Abbey and just hearing that, you know, that echo of that you can only get in the cathedral. I want to hear that now. So it just made me so excited for the music. And then, you know, everything they showed me was just more of, you know, the goodness of what we expect, but uh, you're right. It doesn't have that punch, but it has the emotional punch. It doesn't have like, here's a cool thing in this movie, but it has, here's the end guys. Let's all hug. And that, 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 that was perfect for me. The one thing that this has, the, the first trailer worked on its own. This trailer, I, I feel like this trailer needs the D23 trailer. This trailer yeah. relies heavily on that because we see three people with the red eyes and then we get them taking one last look at my friends. You're like, okay, well, the red eyes have to happen after mm-hmm. after that moment. That's what you, like, you know, it might not be the case, but this is how you start piecing things together. Ray, dark Ray, nobody knows who I am, Kylo Ren, but I do. I do. I do. Like, so it, it, it relies on that one. Babu Frick. Bless you, sir. Babu Frick Thanks. coming up. And the toy. The Babu Frick. Brock mentioned this on 139. It was brilliant. The way they're like, he's a toy. And then they're like, here's a picture. And he's a droid smith. And then you, you're like, 3PO. And he's in the trailer. I don't know what it sounds like. Something like that. And it's just like, it was brilliantly done. But I think this last trailer, as good as it was, really, really, really relies heavily on the D23 one, and that's not a knock on it. It's like, in a way, these trailers also mirror the sequel trilogy, or any trilogy, where you have the first one that stands on its own. The second one, you're like, okay, but it, you know, you have to know who the characters are from the first one. And then the last one relies heavily on what came before. Yeah, the last one always has like a, it, it takes you back full circle to the beginning, and that's just how trilogies work, or how final chapters work. And uh, it's, it's exactly what it needed to be. This final trailer. Well, months months ago, I said, if you want to know how this movie is going to play out, just watch Screen Three, Scream Three with Randy, and we played the clip of Randy 
Um, yeah. They were talking about it. And I still believe you got to go back. And, and look, I, 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 you you said to me in that mall, Food Court Mall, all those many moons ago, I think raise a Palpatine. And I said, here we go. And, uh, and now you look at the trilogy, Palpatine's back. And what? What does Randy? Who's the killer in Scream Three? Do you remember who the killer was in Scream Three? Um, it was the director of the movie. The director, but do name. you remember who he was? To Nev mm, Campbell. No, he was Nev Campbell's uh, illegitimate brother. Oh, yes, okay. Sydney's brother. Because Randy says earlier on, it's family. It all comes back to family. And that movie was all about Sydney's mom. For whatever reason, they kept going back to Sydney's mom. Like, Sydney's mom, your mom was, you know, slept around. And then it's like, I was a kid. She didn't love me. And you're like, oh, so Ray is a Palpatine. Or is she a solo Fantasia? Mm, I'm going Ray Natasha Palpatine. Yes, you it's, are. It's, it's happening. I think right now it makes no sense for her to be a Kenobi. No. I, it doesn't make sense. I think, um, <laughs> watch, she's going to be a Kenobi. But I think, you know, for her to be Palpatine, it goes right back to what Randy says in Scream 3. You bring up right back to the family, right back to where it all began. And what does it all begin with? She VP Palpatine. We're going to keep our eye on you to young Anakin. It starts with Palpatine. It ends with Palpatine's grandchild. Beautiful. It's like poetry. They rhyme. We've figured it out. There's no that's need it. to go see the movie. Everybody return your tickets and let's go see Cats. Yeah, that's it. Let's just hang on to Cats and because uh, we don't know how Cats is going to end at all. I have I, no theories. So. It's, I'll tell you one thing. It's scarier than that episode of, of Clone Wars we watched yesterday. I'll tell you that much. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Do you think there's going to be a part in Cats when they're like, it opens, I think it opens the same day. This opens the same day as Star Wars. And they'll just be like, they'll be singing their song, Memories. That's how it goes. And then one of them will go, ba 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 da, Memories. Ooh. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Taylor Swift, James Corden uh, duet we've all been waiting for. That's, that's what Yikes. it is. What have been in these trailers, three things or more, whatever, that you've been like, uh, uh. I didn't like maybe not necessarily like, in the trailer, but something you, you watched the trailer and you said, you know what? I I feel like that's going a direction I'm not I don't want to see. Honestly, the only thing I can think of, and this is just because I'm being, you know, gun to my head here, is the look of the environment where that duel takes place, where they're standing on a piece of the Death Star in the water. I think it it looks a little bland and it doesn't look like the grand place where a final duel of something this gargantuan would take place. But that's, that's literally it. What about you? Yeah. I've liked everything pretty much. And I'm not sure. The dark Ray is probably the one where I'm like, okay, it's cool. And it got us all excited. We were all talking about it. Granted, that worked. But when you go in the theater, and I think I, I think I said like a few weeks ago, what if that's the very beginning of the movie? Like the movie starts and she's training and then she's like goes in the cave and there's Dark Ray and she has to fight Dark Ray dark, and that's over. Right. Is that a letdown? And it's not a letdown because in the story that's how it works, but is it a letdown because we now have seen it for four months before going into this movie for four months? And so, you know, there's two people out there who are like, She's going to turn bad, like my nephew. She's going to be the bad guy, and that's how it's going to end. And if it's just like a force vision that Kylo has briefly or someone that 
or an apparition that Ray sees or something, isn't that going is that going to take you out of the movie at all because of what we've built up in our mind? We always say ex- leave your expectation at the door, but some things you can't, you just can't, and something like that might grow to be too fascinating for some people to to forget about it, like Superman's mustache. I forget about when they enter the theater. Like, there's just it might be something that takes you right out of it. Yeah, if it's that small, then I think a lot of people are going to have the same reaction they did in Last Jedi when Snoke died, and be like, "But I had theories, man." Mm-hmm. WTF? Uh, so I, I think they'll be careful with it. I think it'll be a little bit more than that. I don't know. It's such that whole Dark Ray is such an enigma, and I've. I think I've put aside whatever I had to say about it, and now I just want to see it and see what happens. Yeah, I, that point. I'm definitely the same, but I do want either a black series or like a vintage of of uh, mm. of that character for sure. Yeah, I think you know, I, I think Hasbro said there's 75 percent of the stuff we're not releasing because of uh, spoilers. It, Dark Ray, man. Even if she is in it for two seconds, you release that. You release it. Oh, for sure. Aaron yeah. Quinton was like talking to me the other day. He's like, "Oh, Canto Bite's awesome. The aliens are awesome in Canto Bite." And I was like, "Yeah, but there's there's no figures though. There's nothing yeah. of them. Like they don't exist. You know what I mean? They're in the movie, and that's it. And it's like, you know, you, you know, you want the Cantina a- aliens. You want those aliens. You know what I mean? That's who you want. You don't want Tarkin. You don't want Hux. You want those weird, the weird uh, thing that Mark Hamill voiced. That's what you want. So I yeah. think." Like, give us Dark Ray. A Dark Ray should have been there on Force Friday. If, if they released a Dark Ray anything, Force Friday, off the shelves like that. Oh, 100%. Off the shelves. 100%. Off the shelves. But instead, they're like, well, you know, she's only in the movie for a second. Constable Zuvio wasn't even in the movie. And Dark yeah. Ray, and Dark Ray, even if Dark Ray is on the cutting, is chopped on the cutting room floor, it's still awesome and way better than owning a Constable Zuvio figure, period. Gotta save room on the shelves for those off-world Jawas. Yeah, off-world Jawas. What if they might be really important though? Because you have off-world Jawas, Jango Fets, Jin Ursos. Oh wow! How'd you snag that? This one was I got this on eBay, uh, 125 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I got it for three dollars at EB Games. Mm. I think. I think it was three dollars. I got some cool stuff. There are so many now that they will literally pay you to take the Jyn Erso's off their hands. I know I felt ripped off, and I, I, you know, but I actually like Jyn Erso. I like Sergeant Jyn Erso. That's who I like. Yeah, she's a cool lady. They just shouldn't have made so many of her figures. That's all. Well, that's the problem. They're they're overproducing humans. Nobody wants to play with a human figure unless they've got a lightsaber. Nobody cares about the human figure. You know, it's just nobody cares. Um. Anyway, like Ray, people want Ray. People want Kylo. Nobody wants Hux. No offense, Donald Gleason is fantastic. Nobody wants Hux. Right. Nobody. <laughs> Not one person. They still have him in droves at the dollar store, Andrew. Like, wow. if you want a Hux in this package, you let mm-hmm. me know. I will get you a dozen. <laughs> and I'll go back the next day and they'll restock the shelf. Yeah. Nobody wants Jim. <laughs> no, only the big gin is at the dollar store. And, uh, I just these are things that are cool. I, for me, that's the, my biggest fear from these trailers is that the last one I thought was brilliant that they didn't give away anything. Seemingly, as far as I, as far as we could tell on the surface, it didn't look like they gave anything away. Who knows? The end of the movie might be in that thing. We don't know. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was the genius of it because now your speculation is is kind of where it was 
a few months ago. You're not any further along except for the 3PO line, really, which is cool to speculate on. It gives you a, it gave you enough to keep your interest peaked until you know, for like I was saying to a friend earlier. I, I'm going to go see this movie. You're going to go see this movie. That trailer meant nothing to us except for the excitement of watching that trailer. That trailer needs to convince the casuals to go spend their money on another Star Wars movie. They're like, oh, i got to go see Star Wars, I guess. Okay. And that's what they need. So this trailer comes. They'll be like, oh, that looked... I think a lot of casual fans thought it was a decent-looking trailer. I know some that you know are kind of... They like Star Wars. that They were like, I really like that. I bought tickets. Right. But... They're also going to be relied on the TV spots that are coming and maybe that international trailer that's coming. But those are when you start to really get the ball rolling and get the excitement for the casual fans. Because we, I mean, we bought our tickets an hour before they were supposed to even go, you know, like an hour before the trailer dropped when they kind of just silently put them for sale. We did a two hour and 45 minute live stream before, during and after the thing. Like they have us, they have all the people that join us that day. It's the casuals. And that's what I thought was so brilliant about the final trailer was it was just awesome enough to make you go, I will see this movie. What more do they have? Yeah. It, it did its job of getting those people, the butts in the seats that weren't already gone. You're absolutely right. And that's why it was so emotional. And it was, you know, it was less about like the deep lore stuff like Dark Ray and Zori Bliss and stuff and more about like, Look at this robot that everybody recognizes and yeah. he's saying goodbye. Like that's sad. And you know what? You put you we've already seen Dark Ray. Mm-hmm. She was awesome the first time. You don't want to overuse that in my even if she's yeah. in let's say she's in forty five percent of this movie. Let's just say for argument's sake. You still don't want to oversell us on that. Now in January, all the TV spots are Dark Ray. Fine. Yeah. But right now, don't let me see any more Dark Ray because I know she's in this movie. You know, everyone knows she's every everybody knows Dark Ray exists. Everybody has seen that because it was so huge. Don't throw it in this one because now if you throw it, it's either going to be the same shot and we'll be like, oh, that's the same shot, or it's going to be something else. We're like, what? And then the minute we say what, and she's in one scene, we've already seen the entire scene. Exactly. Exactly. They they. It's just the right amount. It's fine. Hey, everybody, thanks so much for sticking around and watching that with us. There's more to that conversation, though. And if you want to see the rest of it, all you got to do is head on over to patreon.com slash Podcast, And for the $1 tier, you can hear the rest of this, as well as a slew of other really neat stuff. Thanks so much once again for reporting with us on all this Star Wars stuff alongside us. You are there through thick and thin, mostly thin when I'm around. I apologize. Well, thank you so much, scumbags. May the force of others be with you. Hey, scumbags. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.